Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On this episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I'm interviewing Sarah Banta. She's the founder of Accelerated Health Products. She's a health coach. She's a natural supplement expert and a busy mom of three. She even hosts the Accelerated Health radio and TV show, and she interviews experts in optimizing the body, mind, and spirit. And today, she's going to be shedding some light on what is going on with the spike protein since the pandemic and how it may be connected to this, I would say, uprise in insulin resistance, weight that won't come off, slow metabolism, circulation issues, swelling, inflammation, and just all these weird and strange things going on. So today we're gonna dive into it. She's gonna give you her take, and boy, does she have a lot of info for you. So. Make sure to take some notes, and of course, I'll have everything in the podcast notes at drjkrausnd.com. So let's jump in and introduce you to Sarah Banta. Hey, Health Junkies, I have Sarah Banta on, and we are going to be talking about something that I haven't brought up much on the podcast, and it's going to kind of start with talking about circulation, and then we're going to go into how certain things that we've been exposed to in the last few years have caused us to possibly have some other issues with circulation health and all of that. So Sarah, welcome to the Health Fix Podcast. Thanks for having me. I love always talking to you, Janine. It's so much fun. We always geek out and and boy, you know, it's been a while so it's going to be fun to to just get your your opinion and thought process and what you've been seeing work um for for this side of things. So, you know, circulation is something we were just talking about. You were saying you guys have been having more rain and the weather's getting better down there in Southern California and and I'm here in Wisconsin now and I'm freezing. And I'm noticing my circulation isn't what it used to be. And it's something that I'm like, okay, obviously aging. Obviously, there's some thyroid stuff, but uh, we got some other things to be thinking about. So give us give us your scoop on circulation. What What's your opinion and how do you work with it? It's such a great question. Um, and I haven't actually directly focused on circulation, mm-hmm. but me. I have the worst of the worst constitution. So when you look at Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine, those doctors or practitioners look at me and go say, Sarah, you are a salmon swimming upstream. How do you, you should, your kapha kapha, your double water, my husband's double fire, and he has no clue what I deal with, right? So over my lifetime, I can go up and down in water weight by five pounds, in a day, not changing anything I'm eating, not whatever. So a lot of that is fluid balance. And I talked about um, body composition and throwing the bathroom scale away because that's not measuring your muscle and your skeleton bone and your the intracellular water versus the extracellular water. It is just measuring a weight. Give your scale to your worst enemy and then go get a body scan and see where you really are. Because for me, for so many years, I was like, oh my gosh, I just gained a couple pounds. What is this from? 
And all it was was circulation and water balance and fluid issues in my body. So number one, you've got intracellular water and extracellular water. And intracellular water is the good water where the sodium potassium pump inside and outside the cell are working properly, getting the nutrients into the cell, getting the toxins out, which the toxins are what leads to accelerated aging, right? Toxicity and insulin resistance. Those two things cause aging and disease. So intracellular water is really important. The extracellular water is the inflammation, the bad water, the water we want to get rid of, the edema and the backup. So a lot of things could be causing that. The moon, the full moon and the new moon move the tides of the oceans. Why would it not move the tides in our bodies, right? So just that on its own. The cold weather to the warm weather. Weather. If you have a drastic change in weather, you're going to retain water and fluid in your body. These things are not really in our control. Um, but the things that are, eating the wrong salts, eating the stripped down microplastic filled salts from restaurants, from packaged foods, from processed foods, they have stripped out all the, the original minerals that come in a full complete salt. I have a, an accelerated ancient salt that has over 62 minerals. That feeds the nice intracellular water and lets you expel the extracellular water. So there's, there's that fluid balance. But the heart is also connected to the thyroid and then the thigh so when you're hypothyroid which i believe nine out of ten people are suffering from hypothyroidism due to the last two years of the spike protein the stress the the change in the diet the change in lack of movement all of those things contributing to slow thyroid when i know that i'm temporarily hypothyroid, I'm carrying more fluid. I feel a backup. I see the edema in my ankles. I can't pull the rings off my finger. That is affecting the fluid balance. Um, when I'm hyper or tend to be optimized hype, hype, you know, thyroid, um, the fluid is not there. And I feel better because my thyroid is the master endocrine gland controlling the brain, controlling the, the adrenals. The adrenals sit on top of the kidneys, right? So if we are tapping into our adrenals too much, then the kidneys are holding up those adrenals and they're inflamed and they're retaining water. Then you look at the fact that your kidneys are connected to holding fear. Every one of our organs is connected to emotions. So what have they been pounding us with over the last three years? Fear, fear, fear. That is going to swell the, the kidneys and inflame them, retain that excess water, the fluid backs up and hits the heart. This is why diabetics have to go to dialysis. So their heart is suffering, their kidneys are suffering, it's backing up the fluid retention, all of it's connected, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the other thing we need to look at is the liver. You gotta love your liver. 
The liver is where it's processing all the toxins. It's where you're metabolizing your fat, breaking down the proteins in the diet and the fat. And if it's backed up or overburdened by all the toxicity that we are being exposed to, in addition to the new level of toxicity, it won't be able to do its job. And it says, I give up. And then you get this backup of the liver and then it's going to back up all the other sim- systems, the, the, the thyroid hormones converting T4 to T3 happen in the liver. So if the liver's not functioning right, then the thyroid is going to suffer. And then the water balance is going to um, suffer and circulation will suffer. I just said a mouthful. So <laughs> let me know where you, where you want to go from there. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I think you just gave a really good breakdown of all of the different places that we could be ending up with fluid retention as a whole, because, you know, I'll have a lot of women come to me and be like, doc, you know, my, my rings are tight every morning. You know, my ankles are swollen. My pants don't fit so well, you know, and then, then they'll be like, and I haven't eaten, you know, I haven't eaten, I've ate five things, you know, in the last three days, whatever, you know, I'm sure you've heard the same story. So it's, it's something that I think a lot of people don't think about how all of these things play in, especially fear. Yes. And then we didn't even get to the fact that most people have leaky gut, right? So when they are eating the healthy foods, but they could be the healthy wrong foods, which we'll get into in a minute, um, your gut's not even able to absorb the nutrients. And what does that put your body in a state of? I am malnourished. I'm stressed. It's chronic stress. I'm not going to let go of one ounce of this fat that is my survival mechanism, right? So going back to the thyroid, the T4 stands for tyrosine and four molecules of iodine, which is the importance of iodine, 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 iodine. I can't stress that enough, but that will either convert into the good T3 or the reverse T3. Reverse T3 is I'm getting chased by a tiger. I don't have time to eat, so I'm going to shut off digestion. And I'm going to soak up and take every ounce of energy, which is stored as fat, and I'm going to really hold on to it. I'm going to slow down that metabolism because I need to survive. And that tiger keeps chasing me. And he's not letting go (laughs) and he keeps going. (laughs) And then my adrenals are getting tapped out because the epinephrine and the cortisol are just keeping us alive, right? So everything is in survival mode and our body is holding on to what we want to let it go. So we're in this constant fight with our body. And then we don't trust what we're eating because it's not serving us. And so there's this lack of trust in this relationship with food where I'm looking at this food, it looks like it's going to be healthy, the chicken and the broccoli with no butter and no fat on it. And, but I don't know if it's going to make me bloated or what my body's going to do with it. So then it's playing with the, the brain and the gut connection where there's a lack of trust and just a bloat. So you have this emotional, spiritual, physical aspect that, I mean, we could go on for hours, Janine, on all of this, but as a a breakdown, 
when you are looking at diet and what to eat so that you can trust. I tell people our diets are different now. We have GMOs on the organic foods are getting oversprayed. Our livers are so burdened that we're not even able to break down some of the healthy vegetables and foods that we used to. So things like kale, broccoli, cauliflower, onions, garlic, egg yolks, they're full of sulfur. Sulfur, if our sulfur detoxification pathways are backed up in the liver, these healthy foods are not serving us. And this was something that was an aha moment to me two years ago when I was low carb, high protein, ketogenic, but I was not, I was still bloated and I was retaining water and my rings weren't coming off. And I learned that I had an, an inability to detox from sulfur and those vegetables were actually hurting me and not healthy, helping me. I cut them out of my diet and within two days, my nine month pregnant belly, <laughs> when I'm not pregnant, turned into a flat stomach and the water just disappeared. Then the other thing that was a key for me was that I had eliminated all those bad vegetables. I was on a clean diet. I eliminated the oxalates in my, in my body as well. And oxalates are in foods like kale again, berries, chocolate, almonds, spinach, um, Swiss chard, they're a turmeric. Turmeric is one that I was drinking like drinking all day long. It's supposed to be super anti-inflammatory and great for you. It's full of oxalates. Oxalates slow down the thyroid. They get into the urogenital um, areas and cause kidney stones, UTIs, cause um, inflammation throughout the body, arthritis. A lot of these things that you think are, are healthy foods are causing that water retention. But then what I did, I had eliminated the oxalates, eliminated the sulfur. I was then focusing on the wild animal proteins because the conventional beef, chicken, poultry have amyloid proteins. The amyloid proteins cause a disruption in the gut. They let the gut pathogens overtake the good bacteria that's going to affect your absorption of nutrients. It's going to make you bloated, retain water. Everything gets backed up. Um, and then it also has those amyloid proteins, which cause amyloid plaque into the brain. So Alzheimer's and dementia. It then causes just a disruption in malabsorption of, of um, your proteins in general and all of that nutrients. So these are the three of the four disruptors when we look at the body circulation and absorption, the oxalates, sulfur, the wrong proteins, so the amyloid proteins, and too much of the wrong fats. Some of us can't digest fats very well unless our liver's cleaned out. I actually did a liver flush last night and I feel great. So those are the four things to first look at, but most of your audience who you just talked about, I've, I'm bloated, I'm retaining water, I've eaten like three foods last week. Sarah, what you're talking about, I didn't even eat those. I didn't even eat enough to make a difference, but I'm having my iced tea, I'm having my coffee. And well, what are you putting in those things? 
not sugar, of course, right? Because you're doing all the right things. You're, you're reaching for the stevia. So this was a game changer for me, Janine, is that I was told that the stevia was actually backing up my liver. Who knew? Stevia is natural. Stevia, stevia is a plant. Stevia is not aspartame. Stevia is not monk fruit and some of these other ones that have been demonized. Stevia is supposed to be the one that we can count on. But a lot of us that are clean eating are actually eating, taking in too much of it. It was backing up my liver. I said, okay, I'm going to stop. I was addicted to stevia. <laughs> I stopped it for 24 hours and the water disappeared. It was amazing. So I'm only throwing that one in if you have done all of these other things, which most of your listeners probably haven't because they're looking at chicken and turkey. It's organic. It's grass fed. It's okay. The, the poultry right now is not okay. It all has the amyloid proteins. The beef, if you're getting grass fed, grass finished is probably okay. But ideally it's start, it's time to start reaching for bison, lamb, elk, deer, wild fish. And you being in Wisconsin, I actually have, a, there's one source there that I get my meat from here out here in California. The shipping's $15. It's cheaper than going to the market. And it's all in my freezer so that if my husband wants one type of steak and I want something else, it's easy to cook. So for families, super easy and convenient, not any more expensive, and it's accessible. So start reaching for the wild animal protein. Add in the vegetables that are okay and that are good for your body and your DNA. And how do you know that? You eliminate all the sulfur and the oxalates. I have lists of those on my website. And then you can, I mean, you if you say to yourself, but Sarah, I eat broccoli every day. I love it so much. How can I get rid of everything else and then just in, in have the broccoli? Well, get rid of everything for two to three weeks. Do one of my cleanses and it's almost like an elimination. And then add in your favorite over three days and see if you react. Your body will tell you. Believe me, it will tell you if you're having a reaction, whether it's a skin rash or you're lethargic or you're not sleeping or you're bloated or your ankles, you can't see your ankles again. So those are a couple of the things. So to, re to um, review again, to look at, you want to make sure you eliminate the sulfur vegetables, which are the cauliflower, the cabbage, the broccoli, onions, garlic, egg yolks. And there's a bigger list, the oxalates, which are the kale, the berries, the spinach, especially almonds, other most nuts, um, and everything kind of has a, a ranking. Spinach and almonds are the worst offenders. And then you look at your proteins, get rid of the amyloid proteins, and then get rid of the bad fats, the processed seed oils, the processed foods. Use butter, ghee, olive oil, avocado, and coconut oil in limitation to how your body reacts to fat. I don't dump a ton of fat on my food. 
I eat the fat that comes with my animal protein and use the other sparingly. What, depending on your weight loss goals, my son can burn 4,000 calories in a day. He's dumping on the oil, right? <laughs> me, I, it just doesn't do me any good. So I, I don't. So use the fat sparingly and how your body reacts to the fat. And, um, and then just so, so the fats, the proteins, the oxalates and the sulfur, and then get rid of the, some of the sweeteners that could be disrupting your, your liver detoxification pathways. Gotcha. Okay. So I bet folks right now are like, okay, I'm going to need a list. So you did mention on your website, where can they find that on your website? Just while, while we're talking through it so that they know they can get a hold of it. Uh, so on sarabantahealth.com, you will see all of my articles with the different um, protocols in there. And then you can look up the food guide and it will take you to the food guide. And I actually have a list of like hundreds and hundreds of foods that in the animal proteins, in the vegetables, in the fruits, in the nuts. And it says yes, no, or limit. So it gives you this nice guide where, okay, the limit column, I'm going to stay away from that for two to three weeks while I'm doing the ascent diet cleanse, cleansing my body, healing the leaky gut, feeling better. And then I'm going to try to reintroduce them if they're my favorites. I can go to a restaurant and be totally fine and enjoy the foods that they serve me because I've healed my gut and I feel optimized in my brain, my thyroid and my body. Now, just visualize what I just did. The brain, the thyroid, the body. The thyroid is the bridge to your brain and body. And we talk about the gut and the brain access. You have to optimize your thyroid. And when we, we I touched on this, but the thyroid, the number one thing to optimize your thyroid is the iodine, the acceleridine. And why I say that is it's not just feeding the thyroid, the, the iodine molecules for the T4 and the T3, but it is 100% bioavailable and it's kicking out the toxins, the heavy metals and the radiation that we are being exposed to that's rattling us all, that's causing us this unexplained waking. And I think you wanted to get into the spike protein, which we yeah. will. But the iodine, the acceleridine is the only thing that I am seeing actually start reversing the damage done to the DNA in all 100 trillion cells of the body, not just the thyroid. But number one, we want to heal the thyroid. And then it's going to start healing the rest of the body. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, it's interesting for so long, you know, I, I always mention thyroid, 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 and, and iodine, iodine, but for so long, iodine has been demonized and I can't help but wonder if we've been a little bit duped to keep us sick. I don't know. I, I have a lot of conspiracy theories around iodine. And well, Janine, I'm going to send you an article I wrote about this, and I tackle all of the different studies. There was one study that completely derailed the need for iodine, but iodine was needed, and in, 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 it's talked about way back in history, and it was one study that derailed it, and actually Mercola came out with an article this week on iodine, and he talks about it. Um, 
we need iodine. And the unfortunate part, it's now not in our supply of diet. It's not in our soils. Our soils are depleted of all minerals, not just iodine. And then the iodine that we are getting from our fish or from supplements is coming from um, typically Japan, where it's been radioactive from Chernobyl and Fukushima. So what you're putting in your body is not absorbed. Most iodine supplements only have 10 to 20% absorption rate, but it's radioactive. Ours comes from South America. It's the only iodine I know that is monoatomic, meaning one molecule of iodine that is 100% absorbed with no radioactivity and it's enhanced with scalar frequencies like a lot of my supplements that improve the efficacy of the supplement and help with detoxification of the, the radiation and the heavy metals in the body. But what we're also seeing is it's helping detox the pineal gland that is, is causing depression and mental fog, brain fog from all that's going on it's detoxing the pineal gland. And then it's also feeding the thyroid, feeding every cell in the all 100 trillion cells of the body. It also increases ATP production by 18 times in the body. And that is your true cellular energy. So when we talk about anti-aging or reverse aging, we're talking about increasing ATP and increasing um, mitochondrial health. And that will improve circulation, help reduce stress, doing all of the things in the brain and the body. Makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. So yes, if you can send me over that article, I can link to it for folks too, because I think it's, it's important for, for us to get a different perspective on the iodine. Now, another thing that I often will have people do is, is start off with iodine drops. And sometimes people will be like, oh my gosh, I felt so sick from a little bit of iodine. And, and this is often a common thing. I'd love to hear what you tell folks to help them to understand that it's it's natural. We're detoxing a little bit there. So number one, if it's not the acceleridine, then I would say there's a very good chance you're allergic to something in the iodine supplement um, because that's the number one cause of sickness is where are they getting their iodine from, from? Is it toxic or is it the other ingredient in the iodine? Most iodine supplements are diatomic, meaning the body's got to break apart the iodine from the, uh, another molecule to use it. Well, most of us are hypothyroid and we're, we're lacking the cellular energy to do this work, to break it apart. So that could be causing the illness or the sickness. But if you are using a clean iodine supplement and you're not allergic to the ingredients and you're having that reaction, it's detoxing the cells. Because let's go back to our chemistry class in high school. All of the halogens, you've got iodine and fluoride and chlor chlorine and bromide. And if you are deficient in iodine, then those, those iodine receptor sites, and believe me, you've got four times the amount of iodine receptor sites in breast tissue for all of you thinking about breast cancer um, than you do in your, in your thyroid. Those 
receptor sites will have these toxins filling those receptor sites because they look alike, right? So bromide, fluoride from the water and the food and chlorine from our water and food is filling those receptor sites. So now here comes the iodine to kick out those other halogens and your body's got to get rid of those toxins. What do we do with it? You have that detox flu symptom. So you're, you might feel a little worse. And that's where I have put in, um, in my cleanses, I always have the, the accelerated cellular detox powder to soak up the toxins on a daily basis. So you don't have the detox flu symptoms. And when you come, when you add in the accelerated keto, which is my supplement to kick, kick you into ketosis, which is great for intermittent fasting and kicking the carbs and the sugar cravings. But the other side things that it does is it de degreases the liver and detoxes the liver and helps flush out the toxins as well. And so it's like a nice daily detox with the accelerated, the accelerated cellular detox powder, the accelerated keto, and then, of course, the accelerated silver, which which helps devitalize all the other foreign pathogens in the body and start cleansing as well. But the the cleanse and the other supplements are in place to help combat the the normal detox flu symptoms that people feel. Um, I'm not a believer in juicing. I think juicing starves you, makes you hangry. And then it's also going to give you some of those detox flu symptoms and you're left a couple days later, you've lost some of the fluid water weight that we've talked about, mainly because you haven't had any of the processed foods that are making you retain a, a bunch of the extracellular water. And your body, though, has shut down its thyroid and it's just made you hungry. Um, and then you don't have anything to capture those toxins to help you um, combat the detox flu symptoms. So what I like to do with people is incorporate the intermittent fasting, which is going to help heal the gut and get the body into this state of autophagy where it says, okay, I can do it now. I'm going to clean up this body of all of these toxins. I'm going to lower blood sugar and insulin resistance. And remember, I went, I said that the two things causing aging is insulin resistance and toxicity. So intermittent fasting is going after that. And when you incorporate the accelerated keto with that, it's going to increase and enhance those um, intermittent fasting um, effects. And then you're going to heal the gut while you're fasting because the body's not digesting food at the time. And you're giving it a, a chance to go, whew, let's go, let's go down in there and heal those tight junctions. And by the way, while you're doing that, we're providing the brain and the body amazing energy with the accelerated iodine, the accelerated keto ketones, and just the fat from your own body. 
And then your body says, I'm not stressed anymore because I've got thousands of calories on my body to burn. Let's go after it. We're going to actually start turning that T4 into T3 and not reverse T3 because we're not stressed anymore. And we're not in fear because our brain is calming down because GABA and serotonin and dopamine are actually being produced in the gut to feed the brain some good, happy hormones because our, our gut is being um, healed and we've got this amazing gut brain access. So everything starts to work together. So those that would be the basis of how you are healing the brain and you're detoxing in a way without the detox symptoms that people are getting from an iodine supplement. And it may or may not be the iodine supplement. It may be the toxins that are being released. It may be the toxicity of the supplement. So those are just a few factors to look at when you are experiencing those side effects. Makes sense. Makes sense. Thanks for sharing that. Because I think a lot of people do wonder. And then, of course, they, we've all been kind of brainwashed to think that iodine's going to, you know, we're going to explode or something if we have too much of it. It's it's a weird phenomenon, but it's it's important to kind of hear that as a whole. So let's talk a little bit about spike proteins and and share with folks a little bit of how these things could be actually affecting us. Because We've had, I haven't talked about them at all on the podcast, and I haven't talked a lot about this in general. And I think it's time to start talking about it since we're we're realizing that whatever COVID was, is, um, was or is, I'm going to say that it, it's, it's, it had an, a, a strong impact on us and these spike proteins are creating problems and I'm seeing it in my office day in, day out. And I think it's time to start talking about it more on my end. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to start out by saying what I'm seeing, it doesn't matter whether you were vaccinated or not. And for me and my three kids and my husband, I've got very different profiles just in this household and they don't care about if they don't work, they're going to look at me and say, mom, your stuff doesn't work or mom thinks it does work. So I'm saying all of that because all of us have been exposed, obviously, because we go to markets, we go to school, we go to work, we're in public. Um, We've been shed upon. We've all tested positive at some point. I have not had any symptoms myself. So the accelerated silver and my protocols have kept us feeling great, never had to had a down day from it. That does not mean that the spike protein is not in my body doing something. My two daughters are in their teenage years. Their menstrual cycles have become worse, like really bad. I've seen people not be able to get pregnant. I've seen men, including um, family members, who have gained fat weight out of the blue, eating all of the foods that I've talked about and not being able to build muscle mass. There's this increase in estrogen dominance in men and women, this unexplained weight gain. So where are we with this? I mean, I've got friends that have put on 10 pounds and they're like, Sarah, I'm eating what you're telling me to eat. It does not make sense. 
So what we're finding is that the spike protein binds directly to angiotensin converting enzyme 2, ACE2 in the human body. And ACE2 is responsible for converting angiotensin 2 to angiotensin 1-7. When this conversion is normal, it manages the following things. Insulin regulation. We are seeing insulin have a hypoglycemic effect because regardless of what you're eating, insulin is being overshot. Okay, so what is insulin's job? Its job is to store fat. So you're eating a low carb diet, but your body's producing too much insulin. What's going to cause what's going to happen? You're going to store fat. So and you're not doing anything different. It's it's causing a disruption in the fluid balance in the body, water retention, sodium retention, inflammation, it's causing vasoconstriction, it's causing um, an increase in anti-diuretic diuretic hormone, um, it's causing an increase in fibroids and hormone imbalance. All of these things are going to be linked to an increase in unexplained weight gain. And just with my daughters, I'm so happy to, uh, to be able to speak to this today because to the last three months, my one daughter had her menstrual cycle was so bad where she looked like she was in labor. Like I had these flash forwards of her being in labor, just sweating, throwing up, um, so nauseous, can't eat, can't go to school. Oh my God, no. My day stops because she's holding on to me like, mom, you don't leave me. Don't leave me. I can't do this. I can't do this. Just kill me now. Like pass out. Let me just knock me out, mom. I can't go through this. It was awful. And I always say, God puts me through something <laughs> so that I get answers. And it was so painful to watch. And I couldn't do anything. I, and I'm telling you, three Advil didn't work on her 110 uh, pound body. It didn't even, it didn't even phase her. So we started incorporating, of course, the diet that I'm talking about, cutting out any inflammatory foods. So sticking to wild animal protein, no sulfur, no, no oxalates, and then supporting her with the accelerated silver. Acceleridine is a must because acceleridine also regulates the estrogen in the body. So for all of you going through menopause, perimenopause, iodine, 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 it regulates the hormones in the body and the estrogen binding protein. And it helps with that in the liver. So that is an, an absolute. There's a supplement called Capex. And this is on my website as well, where it helps with fat and protein breakdown. So we're actually able to use the nutrients from the foods we're getting. Then Ceramend. Ceramend is a serapeptase. Serapeptase has been shown to actually break down, and there's studies coming out about it, um, break down the, the spike protein and get rid of it. It's an enzyme used not for digestion. So it's very important to take it away from food because otherwise it'll just be used to digest your food. But when it's taken away, it says, okay, now I can go in and clean up all the junk that the spike protein's done. So Capex has been huge. Supplementing with GABA. 
because GABA not only calms down the nervous system and helps us feel good, but it's also helping with insulin regulation and blood sugar control as well, according uh, in conjunction with the spike protein. Choline and inositol, that is really important. And it's really important for women um, in menopause because we stop producing choline ourselves. So we need to supplement with it as um, even more so, but the inositol helps with blood sugar control. And that is also helping with the spike protein. So that combination, the liver flush that I take people through is cleansing the liver so that we can detox these xenoestrogens, the toxins, the amyloid proteins, all of this stuff. So our liver can produce the hormones to get us back into hormonal balance. And it's really, I've done a, a series of liver flushes over the last two months. I think I've done five. Normally I tell people to do four a year, but I wanted to test how it was going to do uh, doing them back to back. Number one, it's super easy. Once you get past the first one, the first one's not bad at all, but I'm saying they get easier and easier and easier. Like last night, did it quickly, feel great. Like it was no big deal whatsoever. My metabolism shoots through the roof every single time I do it because my thyroid hormone's working. I can t I'm cleansed. I, my rings are coming off easily. The water retention's gone. The inflammation's gone. My body's saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. So the liver flush is super important. And then what I've, I've found with my daughters is there's a supplement called unlocking and that unlocks the fluid retention, the bloat, the, the stagnant chi is what we call it in the lower abdominal area. And I'm so sensitive to my girls' um, hormones that I literally was getting bloated, retaining the water, getting all of the PMS symptoms before their, their cycles. And then it was be, it would be, okay, now I have relief because their period came. It was like a I was going through three cycles a month. Well, now, thank God, two of the, my two daughters have lined their cycles up. So that's a, a, a great thing. But there's no um, bloat. There's no, the unlocking formula has really helped with that trapped, stagnant feeling that what that was causing the extreme inflammation down there during the PMS and during the period. And then the other um, one was called aspiration, which just helps with um, fear and liver stagnation and just everything moving. So there are a couple Chinese Ayurvedic supplements that I put in my protocols as well. But when you look at just the basic, mostly the iodine, the silver, the ceramin, the GABA, the liver flush, the choline and inositol, those are tools that you can use and you're going to really see a difference. Accelerated keto and accelerated thyroid really bump up your energy mentally and physically as well. And a lot of times just those two help people reduce the inflammation and feel better because the thyroid, once the thyroid's healed, it is affecting your HPA axis, hypothyroid pituitary adrenal axis, HPG axis, hypothyroid pituitary gonadal axis. So that is also affecting the hormones as well. Wow. 
So someone may be thinking right now, like, holy cow, Sarah, where do I start? I would be guessing maybe going to the detox first and then moving from there. I always recommend people starting with the Ascent Diet Cleanse. The Ascent Diet Cleanse is a group of supplements that literally you feel great day one, but it is cleansing and resetting your immune system, your thyroid, your gut, and your liver. It takes you through the liver flush, but the liver flush is super easy because you've prepped your body with the other supplements. That is the ideal place to start. So where to start, that's where. And then the person says, Sarah, that's great and all. I don't want to do a liver flush. Too much for me. I say, great. There's an intermittent fasting kit. And that is a great kit to just start you on four supplements to get your toes in the water of a little bit of intermittent fasting while your brain and your body are healing, reducing inflammation, and you feel great. And then you say, okay, now I can take the next step. So those are the two places that I would tell people to start. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know, I think for a lot of people with, with, I mean, insulin resistance, my, my goodness, it's, it's rampant. Right. And I think with insulin resistance, a lot of folks are thinking like, okay, how, how much time do I need to intermittent fast? What's an ideal range? And so would you share with us a little bit of how your protocol works and and how you, and what's in it too? Just, I, I know keto, you've got the keto salts in there. What, what else? So I love this question because I have guys, um, (laughs) I remember this one guy, he goes, Sarah, you're giving me this accelerated keto and you're telling me to intermittent fast. I eat as soon as I wake up and I even night eat and go to bed and have to get out of bed because I'm starving. He was so insulin resistant. He started the accelerated keto and I saw him four days later on a walk and he goes, Sarah, it's 2 p.m., I haven't eaten. I'm getting scared. Should I eat? I'm not even hungry. So I don't even tell you how long to intermittent fast. Your body will tell you. I just tell you when you're hungry, break your fast with wild animal protein. And why you do that is that's going to actually give you a bump in um, your glucagon to insulin ratio and and get the fat burning to increase even more. But you're going to be able to fast. And it might be 12 hours at first, but then you're going to be able to go. I've got so many people that eat one meal a day. Now, do I recommend doing one meal a day forever? No. Do I recommend doing one meal a day if you can and it's comfortable and you're reversing your type 2 diabetes? Yes. And then you throw in that second meal once in a while after the first 30 days, then we get to a different um, a different pattern of where maybe you're doing a 16-8 on a couple days a week and a 24-hour fast one day a week, depending on your body. So Janine, I really don't like to put that out there as far as what I expect people to do, because I want them to be on the supplements first, and they will see that their body's going to tell them when they're hungry, because the body's smart enough to say, I'm not stressed, don't worry about me, I'm tapping into my fat stores, please let me heal my gut, and reduce the inflammation, and tap into autophagy, and I'll tell you when I'm hungry. 
<laughs> so it kind of your body starts talking to you in a much healthier way. Speaking of the body talking to us in terms of being hungry or full, I think a lot of people right now, you know, at least some of the folks I see have said that I'm not even sure if I know when I'm hungry or when I'm full. I just feel hungry all the time. So getting through the first couple of days of, you know, an intermittent fast and and getting into that system, I, I feel like for some people, it, it can be a little stressful because they're like, I don't know, I'm hungry the whole time. What supplements do you have in there that can help with, do, do you have supplements specifically helping with hunger and, and things of that nature? Accelerated keto. Mm-hmm. So not only is it um, providing the ketones and putting you into fat burning mode, it's improving the mental focus, increasing your performance, converting fats to energy. But then what it's also doing, it's taking the fats you eat and the proteins you eat and breaking them down, cleansing the liver, getting rid of the visceral fat and the, the liver flat fat. But it's also the the cofactor ingredients, L-threonine. This is known as the ultimate anti-aging supplement. It converts the saturated fats into unsaturated fats, which is giving the body those energies to burn and taking, and then the the body is not telling the brain, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. A lot of people are starving at the cellular level because of insulin resistance. The the cells are not accepting glucose for energy, but we are trained, we have trained our body and brain to say we need glucose for energy. And so we keep feeding glucose, but the cells are like, yeah, I don't want that. I'm starving over here. Give me some real food that can get into the cell. And those are the ketones. This is a second fuel source. So L3 means defatting the liver as well. But then you've got mucle in there, breaks down the fats even more, provides an energy spark to burn those fats. It's almost like a second level of ketones and energy source. Tricotu heats up the digestive fire that's allowed, that's in the the digestion digestive system, improving metabolism and digestion. But what's so great, and this is the key, is the pure calf caffeine, teacrine, and dynamine. These are three supplements that work synergistically to improve energy, mental clarity, mood, motivation. And you get this steady energy without the jitters, without that crash. And you feel so good that you're not craving food and you're not hungry because your energy's up here, your ketones are feeding your energy source and giving your body this awesome cellular energy, increasing ATP production by five times, five to 10 times actually, just from the accelerated keto. Add in the accelerated iodine, increasing ATP production by 18 times, you do the math. Your cells are just awesome, feeling great. So you're so energetic, you don't feel hungry. The cravings are stopped because the brain is not looking for glucose anymore. It's looking for fat. And oh my God, I've got so much fat on my body to burn. I don't need any extra. Then you throw in the accelerated thyroid, which most people who have suboptimal brain function actually have anxiety or depression. 
Um, and that's coming from a suboptimal thyroid. And you get the accelerated thyroid working with the accelerated keto and the accelerodyne. Uh, and it's going to increase fat oxidation, metabolism, brain function, energy. And it's also designed to detox the body and the thyroid of the heavy metals and the, the iodine, or I'm sorry, the radiation that can be causing the hypothyroidism leading to unexplained waking. And you just feel good. Um, I actually, one, one, story about the accelerated thyroid with the menstrual cycle. I have one teenage client who said, Sarah, I used to have to miss school every month for my, my cycle. She said the accelerated thyroid, I'm happy all the time. I don't know what it is. And my period came and I didn't even know it was coming. So that was a pure example of how the thyroid affects the hormones, which affects the brain and just feeling good. And also she started losing some unwanted weight. So the accelerated thyroid, the accelerodyne and the accelerated keto all work synergistically to make you feel energized at the cellular and the brain level, cut the cravings, help you incorporate intermittent fasting easily help you want to reach for the healthy wild animal proteins and the healthy vegetables and, you know, keep your sugar intake to a much lower, lower level. And I can tell you, once you do the liver flush, you reset your taste buds where everything tastes so much sweeter. <laughs> and just like a bite of an apple is so refreshing and amazing. And you're not reaching for the Ben and Jerry's and um, the Diet Coke. You actually won't want the Diet Coke. It won't even taste like real, real sweetness to you. So those are the supplements. And then you've got the other supplements in there to make sure you're hydrated at the cellular level, the accelerated ancient salt and the electrolytes, because we want the intracellular water and not the extracellular water to make sure that our cells are pumping out the toxins and soaking in the good nutrients from what we are eating and taking in. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Wow. So we have a lot to think about now, Sarah, and, and I'm going to definitely have it all outlined for you guys on in the podcast notes at drjcrossnd.com because I think we've got like a couple different protocols I've got to outline for folks and we'll go through it. Of course, you guys step-by-step step. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your expertise, all your knowledge and uh, all of your good stuff. I mean, obviously you've experimented on yourself. Obviously, you know, you've put in a lot of work to figure out what things work synergistically. And we sincerely appreciate you for all of your hard work. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the work you do. The, the light you're shedding as well. I'm certainly trying. We'll keep working together. Hey, Health Junkies, are you feeling just off, feeling like you're aging a little bit faster than you want to and wondering what in the world is up? Hey, I might have some answers for you and some direction. If you want to chat with me, I am offering complimentary calls right now. You can head over to Dr. Spelled Out, J-K-R-A-U-S-E-N-D.com. Take my quiz, click on the schedule of chat, and let's talk and see if we can get you in the right direction. And if I'm able to help you, I'm going to let you know. Otherwise, I'm going to help you find what you're looking for. Head over to drjkrausnd.com and check it out now. 
Hey, fellow health junkie, thanks for listening to the Health Fix Podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review, and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.